0: And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.
1: Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great. But having a whole closet of them feels even better. That's American-Giant.com. Code staple two zero.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. ba
0: ba Hey, my friends. We will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Do you think that that is a tool that can help people navigate that space of feeling like massively unhappy and disconnected?
2: There's probably a bunch of different components, but I, it's definitely a tool. I know it's for me. Like, listen, I, I'm a I'm a survivor, just like you, Michael, of trauma, right? I have days where I have, uh, you know, I'm tired, I'm hungry, I don't feel well, and something could trigger something that has affected something from a trauma thing because that neuro pathway is that is still there, right? but a real-time resilience skills is a tool and it could definitely help. If you have as many tools as you possibly can in your tool chest to help keep you sane and not spiral down the rabbit hole, like I like to use uh, the term staying north of neutral, right? When you look at a pie chart and you look at a wheel of life and each piece of pie is a part of your life, such as relationships, career, whatever it is, spirituality, and for some reason at your job, something bad happens and you go from a seven down to a three, what do you do? You got to dig into your tools. And one of those tools is real-time resilience skills to question the thoughts that you're having. But you may be thinking, oh, my boss is an asshole. <laughs> right? He it just did, <laughs> yeah, right, he may be, but he just did this to me. But then instead you got to think, well, maybe this person's having a bad day. Like, why did this happen? X, Y, and Z, like like get fact based data Evidence for, evidence against. It's like you're taking your brain to court, right? And you have to use like real-time resilience skills to say, "What's really happening here?" You yeah, know. I, I
0: love that, Dan. I so I I I say this to myself all the time. I do not trust my brain. Like, <laughs> when, like when you understand neuroscience, when you understand yeah. the impact of trauma and being in a cortisol state and what it's like to grow up in that and then to like navigate dissociation and then recognize behavioral patterns. And then you get into these things that are triggers and emotional scars. It's like your brain is not trustworthy, right? Until, and this was my experience, until I understood the research and the science and the practical functions of the brain. Because Ah. I I realized something really important and I'm gonna lead somewhere and I, I wanna know your thoughts on this. For a long time, I felt like every time I listen to my brain, I get in trouble, right? (laughs) But every time I listen to my gut, I'm right. And I was thinking, I was coaching one of my clients recently. I said, how many times have you had this moment where you meet someone or you do something or you're in an interaction? You're like, that doesn't feel right. And then a month, six weeks, five days later, it doesn't matter. You go, damn it. I should have trusted my gut.
2: Yeah. Do I? Am I on the right path there? Oh yeah, you have an intuitive thinking system, which is your gut feeling. And you know when you're making like some serious. There's a a difference between making a short-term decision when you're going to the store and you got to purchase something off the shelf, compared with like a decision that you that's really a hardcore decision that you have to make that may impact your life. It's always the good if you could sit on it and really kind of think about the decision and not rush into the decision, right? Um, sometimes those things come quickly. It's your gut feeling. Like, for instance, just as an example, you probably uh, had this experience. You look at the weather report. They say it's going to rain. You look in the mirror. You're talking to yourself, brushing your teeth, say, you know, I should take my, my umbrella today, right? And that's your gut telling you. And then your other voice comes into your head, which is metacognition because you're talking to yourself. So, nah, you don't need the umbrella. That's your ego. What happens? You go outside. You don't bring the umbrella. And you get rained on. You're like, I should have brought the umbrella. Right. So it's so true. It's like, you know, it depends on what kind of decision you're making, but I always try to listen to that first voice. Whenever I question myself from when I say, nah, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's that? Nah. That's when I got to say, practice the pause, Dan, practice the pause.
0: Yeah, Yeah, That's so great. When, (laughs) when you, I want to go back a little bit. Mm -hmm. When, when you're in this pivot to start stepping into the path that you're on now, I'd love for you to kind of paint a little bit more of a picture that has led you down this pathway, because obviously you, you do a lot of really beautiful things around psychology and mindset. But particularly, I want to talk about positive psychology. And so yeah. I'm curious, like what what led you down this path and how has it impacted your life?
2: Yeah. So, you know, listen, the journey of learning didn't stop when, you know, I I explained the story when I was 22 till I was 26. You know, I, I did wind up getting a divorce and I have two kids and I had to learn from that experience. And then I got in another 10 year relationship, which really helped me become a man because this person taught me how to not be a people pleaser again. You know, I'll I'll remind your audience that I didn't have that father figure. Right. Like there is no playbook that's given to a man, you know, when he is uh, born. Right. We were taught how to open up doors. How to do certain things, and but we're not taught how to express our feelings. So I still had to learn how to uh, become my true, authentic self. How to be more vulnerable, not be a people pleaser. Like how to interact with people, especially with uh, uh, someone from the opposite sex. And in that ten year relationship, I learned how to be vulnerable and accept a strong woman into my life. How and ask and be able to ask for help. I learned how to express my needs and wants I learned uh, a bunch of things in that relationship. Um, and one of the things that I could take away from, you know, that relationship is I got into yoga and meditation, which was like almost the last piece that I needed to learn. And it, I'm going into, you know, what the question that you asked me, because, you know, when I was and that relationship had ended, like people, I believe that people come in and out of your life for, for reasons. I believe things happen for a reason. And, um, you know, when I was 48 years old, uh, I was at a job for 11 years and I got laid off from that job. And I thought to myself, wow, I'm looking back at my life and, I'm, you know, and all the things that we discussed and the story that I share. And I said, there's meaning to this. There's something that I should be doing, right? What is my true purpose? Now, I've been very successful in IT, but I'm like, there's something I have a gift. What is my gift? And that's when I came up with the word Yomenga. Yomenga came into my mind. I was sitting on the couch meditating and the word Yomanga, which is the word men in between the word yoga. And that's where this journey started, basically, how I got into positive psychology, integrative medicine and all these things, because I created, started to create this business, Yomenga. Uh, Besides what I have, Holistic Well Care Advisors, and then I have HolisticWellCare.coach. So I have three things that that I'm working on. Um, And I decided, I said, you know, I need to create a course because all these things that I learned that have helped me, if I would have known them between the ages of 21 and 29, I think that, and I'm talking about positive psychology principles, such as growth mindset, uh, real time resilience skills self regulation uh, mind traps how to become your own CBT therapist how to express how to understand that your uh, neuroplasticity uh how your brain works your limbic system prefrontal cortex all these wonderful things that positive psychology teaches you i said i need to te- I need to like create something that I could help people between the ages of twenty and twenty and twenty nine which are those people are called bicentarians Uh, If you didn't know that, I said, because if I create this course, um, these people are going to have a better head start than I did, because, you know, I think when you turn 30, I think that's when those are your most important decision making years. I think that's when you're deciding, do I want to get married? Do I want to have children? Where do I want to live? What career do I really want to get into? And I think if I would have had some of these skills. Back then, my I probably would have made much different decisions. So that was really the main reason and and also, well, that was, you know, the get real deal and heal course that I created that was part of Yo Manga. But since that time, since 2018, when COVID hit, I had to pivot and Yo has kind of gone in a different direction. And now, you know, this uh Holistic Well Care Advisors is what I do also as well. It's kind of gone in a different direction, but they all kind of tie back to each other. The thing that, you know, the, with the Omega thing, I just felt that, you know, back in 2018, when things were coming out, like Matt Lauer and a bunch of other people were getting in trouble for a lot of the things that they were doing, I said, you know, there's, I didn't like the word toxic masculinity. Um, I, I don't mind the word masculinity, but I'm kind of offended by the word toxic because I don't consider myself a toxic person. What I consider myself is an uneducated man. So when I, when I refer to you know uh, anything that has to do with teaching men how to become more spiritual, emotional, uh, physically better for themselves, it's I like to call it uh, uneducated masculinity. So that's kind of how that started as well.
0: We'll be right back to today's show. But first, I need to ask you a question. Are you feeling stuck? Are you feeling like you don't have the support to go to the next level in your healing journey? Are you feeling like you wish you had a little bit more support from not only myself, but the Unbroken Nation? Well, my friend, I want to invite you to come and join our live weekly coaching sessions in Think Unbroken. All you have to do is go to keys, K-E-Y-S, keys.thinkunbroken.com to sign up and join us today with 100% money back, no questions asked, guaranteed and no contract or commitment every week, For the next year, you can come and be a part of our live coaching sessions each Monday as we dive deep into not only answering your questions, but questions from the unbroken nation and help you take all of the information that you learn in the podcast, in the courses and other areas of this journey, bring them into your life and use it in a way that is practical, life changing and transformative. So my friend, join us at keys.thinkunbroken.com and we will see you this Monday. Lay out the path to the shift because I want to know, even personally, I want to know, like, what started to transpire where this shift started to actually solidify? Because I think a lot of people, they'll read the books, they'll they'll do the podcast, they'll even get a coach, but the shift won't actually take place. It's just kind of like top of mind. Was it through execution? Was it through proving yourself right? Was it through like what was really happening in your day to day that was building your confidence and the shift in the mindset?
3: Yeah, for me, it was the execution. Um, I feel like a good chunk of people, and I've been able to talk with quite a few people on kind of a more a coach role now. And people will invest in the books, they'll invest in the podcast, they'll invest in courses uh, and, and, you know, in different mentors. But the part where hesitancy and inaction takes place is when it's actually time to take that next step and execute. I think execution, even done like imperfectly, is gonna teach you so much more about the process and about yourself than any perfect action or inaction is ever going to do. Because for me, I was willing to, there's this really good quote. It's by a guy named Eddie Pinheiro. And uh, he, he says, I was willing to make failure an old friend and walked hand in hand and side by side with them. And that's really when I realized, even when I failed or even when things didn't go right, that I could come back from it, but also learn from it and make it better the second time around. I think that was when, I truly started realizing there's no hole that I can't get out of. Uh, there's, there's no obstacle that's in my way that either through my network or me personally, I don't have the skills to overcome or I can acquire those skills to overcome. And so for me, like before, when I was working, like as an accountant, like I went to, I went to school um, did like all of that. And I didn't pick up like a book or like really listen to podcasts besides like comedy podcasts or like, uh, you know, just casual, like entertaining podcasts. And then when I made that decision in May to really invest in myself, I was like, okay, well, you know, he recommended a few different books. I started reading and just being able to act on those incongruence with like my journey that I was reading in these books and then acting on them uh, made all the difference
0: yeah and and action is the cure all, you know, and i I think about that every single day. It's you you look at what it really requires is and and I think everybody at some extent kind of gets caught up in the the learning phase of life where you're just consuming, 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 but but ultimately, it is action. It's the willingness to take all of these lessons, all of this information that you've learned and you've garnered and be able to effectively deploy it in in real time scenarios. And and I think what happens, and, and this is my experience because I've been an entrepreneur for a very long time, but in, in the beginning, there was a, a fear, right? And even this subconscious fear, if I go back, gosh, almost 15 years now, thinking about even the way that I was pricing myself in the world, it was like, I'm scared to ask for what I know I'm worth. And I think that's one of the really difficult hurdles that people have to overcome. and And that's realizing that for a long time, and really for the majority of whether it's in school or it's in real life and you're in career, the world kind of tells you, hey, you're worth $46,000 a year. You're worth $80,000 a year. And then you go, well, how do these guys over here make $80 million a year? And, it, and it's such about a shift and a willingness to learn and understand your value in the world. Our, 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 when I think about this, and I, I just got caught up because I was thinking to myself, okay, you and your wife are making the same amount of money which is very common, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're putting yourself in this position to go and build something on your own. You have a child on the way, you have a mortgage. So you're probably needing to make at least you know $7,000 a month, right? Whatever yep. that number yep. is. How in the world do you shift your mindset around money, around driving revenue and around your worth when all you've experienced is this pocket over here?
3: Yeah. I mean, you're exactly right. Like We were making the same amount of money and we were making a very comfortable, like living. We were, I mean, we were able to take our, you know, two week vacation every year and and go do some really cool things. Really, my biggest mindset shift, like when it came to money was like, okay, well, I can either continue to make this comfortable amount of money and be okay with it which I mean a lot of people make that decision I'm not saying it's the wrong decision but I knew it was the wrong decision for me personally um and I I started realizing you know um at the time I think I was making like 70,000 and uh or 65 somewhere in that in that area and almost exactly what you said like happened it's just like okay like here I am building this business I'm making 65,000 as an accountant and pretty soon like my business was kind of matching what I was what I was making and I was like wait a second like I worked I went to school for four plus years I've been climbing up the ranks as an accountant to get to this spot and like I've went through all these raises and and all these things and here I've built this business in you know the space of like 5 6 months and it's because I was providing so much value to my customers that I was having customers that were sticking with me. I was finding new customers from just referrals, and then like my ethic to just go out and be consistent about finding new customers, uh, kind of on my cold outreach uh, efforts. Um, all those those three forces combined, and I was already matching like what I what I was doing. And so, you know, I I looked at it and I was just like, okay, so I can either stay and continue to make this probably for the next couple of years until I get that next promotion, uh, which is never guaranteed, or I can go bet on myself and then I can give myself a raise every single day. And ultimately that's what did it for me where it's like, well, yeah. I mean, like I said, that mindset shift and wanting to bet on myself, knowing that I could overcome those obstacles, even when I lost half my, half my client base uh, due to seasonality. And then Looking at it and being like, well, no, I can come back from this. I, I can find more clients. I can make a more consistent revenue, even through the slow months with these home service based businesses and, and really realizing that uh, it kind of pushed me to that next level.
0: To the free event, watch it live with us this December. It'll be myself speaking along with amazing human beings like Anthony Trucks, Jamie Bronstein, Leslie Logan, and a special interview that I'm doing with Dr. Gabor Mate that has never before been released. So come and join us, myunbrokenlife.com. All you have to do is put in your email, we'll send you over the registration. You'll be able to come and join us, watch live. And then if you want access to the recordings or more information, there for you to keep them forever. But in the meantime, go sign up block it off on your calendar. This is going to be a transformational experience that you do not want to miss. Head over to myunbrokenlife.com to register for free. Until next time, be unbroken. Do you think that is because, now obviously in the framework of men, but I think in people in general, why do you think people are not stating what they want or what they need out of relationships? is it fear is it you know maybe they're scared of the potential of success like what is it that you think is keeping people from being able to have the kind of relationship that they want to have
4: so if if we talk about the both sexes i think that's the fear of rejection or fear of um uh being um uh, rejected or turned down it's like 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 an individual story would be like um like, everybody has come through, especially men. I mean, you, 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 you maybe it happened to me. So I was in San Francisco when I, in my, uh, kind of a single times, I would go in a bar, uh, travel quite a bit for my work. So I would, like, uh, uh, always when I travel, they always make a point of not just staying in the hotel, going out, having a dinner and uh, maybe having a drink. And then there's one particular evening. I'm in a bar in San Francisco and I'm nursing my drink. And this lady comes in and sits next to me and, 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 um, she looks uh, um, very i uh, uh, kind of wanted to strike up a conversation. And and I kind of started that whole self-thought, I should I do it now, should I do it now? And then I finally get up the courage in asking her, and she just says blatantly no. And I was like, whoa. Uh, uh, and that kind of totally kind of knocked the wind out of myself. <laughs> and then Shortly after I like, crawl out of that bar, like rejected, and like, what's wrong with me? What, like, was something in my teeth? Or all that kind of like horrible self-doubt comes in flowing in such a huge um, focus is that a lot of the time i think people are so scared of that rejection or opening themselves up to a vulnerability that they always think of the worst thing and they always are projected on on themselves it's like there must be something wrong with me in this case this lady could be uh, she was waiting for somebody or or she would have, uh, wasn't really in that mood to talk to anybody so so it's more i think one of those focuses just don't always make it about yourself it's things i uh, think it's what are we it's like when you always like tend to compare this with um treat yourself as your best friend so let let you, your friend is doing something awesome and, and he comes up to, to you and says how was i you would never say to him if you're a true friend you're horrible you should never do that again you always, you always try to back him up and always say something nice to him. And and I think a lot of the time we need to focus on that ourselves. We can't be so hard on ourselves all the time. And I think for men as well, going then to the men specific focus is that we are very afraid of opening self, ourselves up to any intimacy, because again, it comes out, we are not masculine enough. We are weak. Uh, uh, she will look down on me. And I don't want to, so we kind of tend to put up a shield of everything's okay.
0: How do you, how do you step into intimacy while still remaining masculine for whatever that means for you? And obviously masculinity is going to be different for everybody. Everyone has their own definition, but how do you, instead of having that feeling, like if I'm intimate, people will look down on me and I won't be strong and I'll be emasculated How do you do both? How can you be a man in in the way that you choose and want to be a man, but also be intimate and have
4: that thing that you're seeking? I think a couple of things in my mind, at least. So one is have opinion in a relationship. So if somebody asks you a question, have opinion on that question. But you can say that that's my opinion. We can decide then what, if like, like like men tend to do quite a lot is woman says let's go out on a date let's go somewhere where should we go and you say and the man will say whatever you want there thinking by doing that we're pleasing her allowing her to choose but sometimes they want you to be present and make a decision or have at least opinion of what they should be doing So I think that's very important um, the other thing as well um, and it comes as well knowing what you want out of it uh, because if, if if you don't know what you want out of it then you don't really have opinion on what you what what your relationship should look like and I think those two things are very important from a masculine perspective is that knowing what you want have have an opinion on things that people want you to do and then express those opinions and those 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 wants and needs because you cannot be very masculine and and then um do everything as uh, as, as like as you call, chop the wood and make the money and all that kind of thing, but that's just very small part of being a whole a masculine. Or I a, 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 a prefer to kind of focus it on an, as like a high value man or a um, maybe not the right word, like a gentleman. That's how I always brought up. Uh, uh, and it's not always about opening the door or, or things like that, but it's still offering. I know women as well now want to be treated equal and all that kind of thing. But I think everyone wants something to be treated nicely. Um, like somebody is chivalrous uh, somebody does something for you. It doesn't mean that he, that you're being, um, made any, uh, less valued, but it's just, the people show up. Um, I think it's the kind of, kind of the main focus.
0: And I think one of the things also is like, you have to hold true to those things for yourself. Like it's everything on the line, like, yes. like I really believe that and I would say the greatest shift in my journey and many people's journey, and I won't put words in your mouth, but I imagine your journey is to not negotiate with yourself about those things.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing that I did, uh, use a tool that I used to help me because I'm such a people pleaser that I would negotiate. I would try and put those things in negotiation. And so I think, well, how does this benefit me? Because we always do something that's going to benefit us. So how is it going to benefit me to bend this one time for this person? And I need to pay attention. Did it have the impact that I want? And was it more than what I, was it was a good move? Essentially, was it a move that I could do for this one time and it'll be fantastic? Most of the time that didn't happen. <laughs> Most of the time I thought things would benefit me, I, but of paying attention to it, I'm tracking it. I'm not just going up, I'm not being upset because my boundary had been violated. I made this conscious choice to let my boundary be violated to see if I can get something that I thought I wanted. Oh, that didn't work. Let me fix that boundary, move it right back to where it was because I don't like this. And so being conscious of that, having that experience and, and paying attention to it has really helped me hold those boundaries like it's everything on the line. You give up if you want to, but make sure you get what you wanted when you gave it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a really powerful truth. And I have come to find in those moments in which I bend my boundary, which we all do, like I'll never sit here and be like, oh, I figured it out one time. And that was, that held fast forever. I think that's nonsense because (laughs) the world doesn't work that way. And and what I discovered was in those moments and in those times in which I I would bend or I would placate, or even to this day, if I'm like, oh, I really want this thing and I sacrificed part of who I am for it, I'm immediately reminded why the fuck I don't <laughs> one of the really really important things that people have to hold on to is like recognizing like just because you think you want it may not actually be the thing that you want and to effectively bend who you are to get it is dismissive of the experience that you're having and the decision that you've made with yourself mm, but it, mm. but so much of it it's a fucking mind game Because you're constantly in that ebb and flow in the back and forth of the pressure of the chaos of the existence of all those. And and that's why I always remind people, if you can get really clear on your values, really clear about your values, it makes it so much more difficult for you to bend your own boundaries, to allow people to step into your universe and into your life without the permission of having first gone through that, you know, that gate. You want to come into Uh, This is the stupidest thing I've ever said in my life. If you want to come into Michael land, you have to make sure (laughs) that you are
1: in sync with me and my values, period. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I could just share something really quick with you about finding people with your values, because I I think that it might help really to to hone in on it. So values or, or things that we can connect with other people, like really quick, your history, hobbies and habits. Those are things that will really help you find yourself in the right place to connect with other people. Your history, reflect on your history, where you come from, where you're going, your hobbies, the things that you like to do, things that you won't give up, and your habits, your daily routines or whatever that you you do and you want to continue to do that that you just won't give up. And all these things, your history, hobbies, and habits should be things that bring you joy that you want to share with other people. It's going to help you make a better connection quicker, quicker. If you talk about those things as part of who you are. Hey, Unbroken Nation,
0: we'll be right back to the show, but I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five-star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at MichaelUnbroken or at ThinkUnbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at ThinkUnbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends, and until next time, be.